Welcome to the CNL Podcast. Woo! <laughs> yes, yes. Hey guys, what's up? It's your boy Layton, back at it again for episode six. That's right, and it's your boy Chris, back at it again. You guys are going to love the show, and let's get it started. So, Layton, another week down, another week in quarantine. How, how, you, how you been? Well, you know, although it's quarantine, uh, I am you know, trying to break the rules a little bit. Um, nope. keeping it safe, but yeah, I went, well, it was my brother's birthday background this past week, mm-hmm. weekend. And I decided what, what, what do I want to do? Like, what could be fun to do with him on quarantine? There's not a lot of things to do. I mean, we can't go like watch a movie, do anything. So right. I was thinking, what can I do? And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go fishing. Oh, okay. That's a good, good um, way to pass time. Yeah, good way to pass time. Um, I've I haven't fished in like fifteen years. I mean, it's been a very long time since I fished, and I don't catch fish uh, from my memory. I didn't. I've never caught a fish. Really, the only reason um, I've been so, fishing was because my brother really likes to do it. Personally, uh, I just don't have the patience for it, man. See, that's what I thought too. I mean, I didn't think I would like the the patient as- aspect, but yeah, I actually so I started. I like once I was actually doing it, I started to you know kind of. Because, you know, it's so elusive. Like, it's like I'm trying to catch a fish, just one. Yeah. And I can't. So it's just like the anticipation of catching one, the first one, is just so high. It's just the patience worth the wait. You know, like when you're playing a game on your phone mm-hmm. and it's like really addicting and you look up and it's like, oh, it's been five hours. Yeah. Has that happened to you? Me? Just me? Okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I know what you mean. So that's what happened when, when you went fishing? Well, yeah, but let, let's start from the beginning because there's some <laughs> interesting things that happened along the way. So... I was thinking, where could I go get a fishing rod? Because I don't have a fishing rod. My brother doesn't have a fishing rod. Yeah. Um, but there's a lake nearby my house, so it's perfect. Um, fishing so spot. Go to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good fishing spot. I think there's fish in there. Hopefully. Um, so I go to Walmart, and th- this was the first time I've seen it. But they have a line outside the door. Really. And I was like, wow, they're really packed. But it, it, it's just that they only let a certain amount of people in at ah, a time. Ah, yeah. I guess to keep people safe yeah so it was like i was queuing through like airport security and like i like they say you can go and me and my brother start walking and then they start yelling at us because like no no no, only one person can enter the store at a time and i was like really like it's my brother like what's gonna happen here like yeah and they're nope so they make me walk through the whole shopping cart i see the automatic doors close and then he can come but anyways (laughs) we're in walmart finally yeah and we're looking for a fishing rod and I didn't have the biggest budget in the world. Mm-hmm. I was trying to keep it under $25. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and under, and it wasn't, I wasn't being naive. I was just trying to keep it cheap, everyone. But I was trying to essentially get the bobbers, some bait, some hooks, and two fishing rods for um, under like $30, $25. Oh, okay. So I, I, start, I start with the bobbers. Mm-hmm. They're like two bucks. That was a piece of cake. The lure, it was some weird like salamander little little thing. And I was like, that will work. And yeah. the hooks. And at that point, I was sitting at like five dollars. So I did the math. I had roughly twenty five left. Twenty five dollars <laughs> left. Okay, we're, we're doing feeling, good so far. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but I didn't know how much a um, fishing rod cost. And I look, and it's like. The the ones are they're like fifty dollars minimum. Wow, that was the cheapest. 
yeah the cheapest and then they have these like ones that look like they're gonna catch like a shark <laughs> and that's like a hundred and i'm like i don't we're not near an ocean i don't know why we need like ones like <laughs> that are so big and it's like i was like wow they're really yeah really pride themselves but i was like well i don't like it's his birthday i'm not gonna let him down but at the same time i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna be like mr Moneybags and pay you know a hundred dollars <laughs> for two things yeah. which i probably won't ever use so i'm just i'm looking just going up and down the aisle and then you know i don't actually look at the fishing rods per se i'm just looking at the price <laughs> yeah because like they're up, they're up like above my eyesight and below my eyesight nothing at eye level just like the little walmart tag so i'm looking and i'm like so i'm going back and forth i'm like okay 175 50 and then i see it nine dollars <laughs> nine dollars okay okay describe this to me my, well my heart skips a beat at first because i'm like nine dollars i do the math i'll have plenty of money left over if i buy this so i read the price i was like perfect and then i then i just then i looked looked down at the fishing rod yeah and it's a child's fishing rod oh gosh <laughs> um it was there were two available one was a paw patrol oh i think it's a kid show and another one is a cars like the movie cars themed. yeah <laughs> So it's a themed thing with like, I mean, it looks like a fishing rod. Like it's all cast. I mean, it's decorated like, um, it has kind of decorated like the the thing. So there's like a puppy on it, and there's like a car on the other one, and it's about like seventy five percent smaller compared to the other one, like the other rods. If you have to reference the the length of it, you know, is it is it a leg length? You know, is it three feet or something? What do you? I would say about my arm. Okay, so that's what, like, like a two feet or something. Yeah, I think it was literally. I think it said on the thing two feet, and it said four plus. <laughs> and I said, I'm older than four, so I'm I can use it, so no problem here. Check. Yeah, um, we're good to go. And it came with this weird little fishing thing. I don't know if that was the bobber, but I didn't want to use that because I'm not a child. But I bought them <laughs> um, both. And uh, was your brother then, with you this whole time? Yes, he he was there. Yep. So we we have these little tiny fishing rods. We're both like six two. He's probably a little bit taller, like six three. <laughs> and we're walking out, and we get our stuff, and we're like, okay, let's go fishing. So we go to the lake. We park up. Yeah. Um, but we didn't have any scissors, and the fishing rods had like this cardboard that was surrounding the fishing rod. Mm-hmm. It was like it, it was just like to show like. Cause like you can't really advertise on a thin rod of plastic. So you need like cardboard to kind of show everything. Right. Like a backdrop like type backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they had these really irritating things like cardboard around like, well, some like just plastic little zip ties and other things. Oh, okay. So it, and, it's tough to break open. You need something. Yeah. Sharp. Yeah. But I had, I had thought, you know, so like my brother, he he's 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 working on his. I'm working on mine. He gets his off. He gets the plastic thing off. Mm-hmm. He's able. He's using his car keys. He's able to rip the cardboard, and he's he's already got the line going and he's fishing. Granted, it looks a bit silly, but he's fishing. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he's off. It it just looks like, yeah. It just looks like a small fishing rod though. Mine wasn't made out of cardboard. It was made of like. I don't know. It could have been like a spacesuit material because I could not rip it no matter how hard I tried. <laughs> you got the high end one. The packaging was high end. And I had no scissors. So yeah, so I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do it. But then I was like, okay, well, it's been like 20 minutes. I'm going to have to sh- fish with this thing. <laughs> so 
and it didn't help that they were like professional i say professional fishers but like they're all in camo i don't know i mean like the fish aren't gonna they're not looking at you but they have like like tackle boxes and these big things and they're they're looking at me because i have this child's fishing rod (laughs) with the paw patrol um packaging all over it yeah and I'm trying to cast it, and like I can't throw it in properly. And then <laughs> I drop the fishing rod in the water with the packaging on it, oh. and it's all sopping wet. Um, Did that help? Uh, and get it out of the packaging. It, it didn't help. I, I I thought it would. Um, a goose came over. He tried to nibble at my feet. I said, "Back off, goose." <laughs> um, and the turtle kept trying to bite the lure, but I wasn't trying to catch a turtle. Wow, it's like a zoo over there. But, yeah, no, it was crazy. Um, but the my the end and you know, people were walking by and some woman said, I am so sorry. And I, I was like, What do you mean? Like <laughs> she's like, Your your fishing rod is a joke. And I was like, Well, that's very rude. I don't even know you. Really? And you're just wow. Yeah. She was like, Best of luck out there, son. I was like, Thank you. <laughs> she probably she's thought like, you were like, like uh fifteen or something. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, I don't know. She's like, well, you need all the help you can get. And I, I don't know. I was like, was that a backhanded compliment or anything? And I was like, okay, we'll see you. Yeah. And yeah, I was fishing. I didn't catch anything. Um, and over the course of 20 minutes, my brother's rod broke and like, it, like the line went, it just snapped. We couldn't find it. Oh, and then snap. I was fishing and then I, I like, I chucked the line and the thing just shattered. Like the line cut, the bobber was just floating in the middle of the lake <laughs> And I just gave up. Um, so, what, so yeah. what, do you, <laughs> what do you think the uh, the moral of the story is here? Did you did you learn anything from this? Yeah, I think um, sometimes in life the cheapest option is the best. <laughs> I say that I do still have the fishing rod in my car. So, if anyone any listeners want to fish, I'm available. <laughs> oh man, you said you're. Your, for your brother's uh, fishing rod, just the line snapped, or was it the whole, whole rod? Well, like the line snapped, but the hook, the bait, the bobber all went into the the, the lake. Yeah, oh, I see. And it was just kind of like, what's the point? Yeah, you got nothing left. You, I, at this point, you might as well just grab a stick and tie the tie the string to it. I mean, I was so close to just hopping in and just trying to grab a fish with my bare hands. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that that was my week. I'm a bit of a you know ambitious tale that kind of turned tragic. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that. But um, how how was your week? How are you? How were you? How are you? How will you be? <laughs> how will I be? Oh man, well I, I I didn't go adventure out in the wilderness. Sadly. Oh darn. Yeah, I, missing out. I know. Maybe I need to go and get the same fishing rod that you have. With my own brother, just replicate your whole story, and maybe I'll get a yeah, it, an old geezer go by and scream at you and say, "Good luck." It was you very punk. Insult- like it's not that I mean, sure they said things, but it was the people who didn't say things, like the people who just gave me disapproving looks. Yeah, because <laughs> I I looked like I was really having a tough time because I just had this little kid's fishing rod and it was disproportionate to me. But I do think they they could have helped in some way or another, but instead they just judged. Yeah, I mean, why why knock me down? Why not you know try to bring me up? But it, you know, there's life. That's life. But anyway, uh, I haven't had too much of a crazy adventurous week i guess if i had to say anything about my week is that i'm just very uh grateful in terms of of work you know as a realtor 
in these times, it's some people have struggled, uh, you know, getting clients and selling homes and helping people buy homes and all that. And, you know, before I was, I was working with a client and they were looking to buy a house and we had just found one. And at the last second, just before this quarantine hit, you know, the stay at home order and all that, she decided to pull the plug. And that was kind of disappointing. I was really, you know, we were so close, but people, people get nervous because it's, it's, you know, COVID-19, you know, it's something different. We don't deal with it on a daily. So, you know, but this past week has been a huge blessing in terms of just the business. I mean, I've done my part, but not enough to where I, I'm able to be blessed as I am. So it's been a fruitful week in terms of work, uh, getting new clients and, you know, getting listings and all that. So I've been busy in that sense. And that's been about my week. So just very grateful and happy and just thank God for, for, for work, man. <laughs> Some people. That's great. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, like I was wondering how you, how you, how you were doing. Cause I know, I mean, it does impact a lot of things, but that that's great to hear it, you know, keeping it going and yes, still able to get those, get those, get those money fish <laughs> swim into the bank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta get a strong fishing rod for some of them, for the big ones. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, man, if you need a house, you're fishing for a house. Chris Granados, <laughs> how about that? How about that pitch? That, that should be my my slogan. I'll get a little jingle with that going. You're a genius. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'll Photoshop you with a fishing rod, and you're really struggling, and you're, you're like you're pulling up a house out of the water. Ooh. <laughs> well, <laughs> with that out of the way, you know what time it is, right? I do know what time it is, but I'll I'll let you tell the world in case they don't know. It is time for some funny news. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. <laughs> On this Was week, that... <laughs> we're back at it again with UPI, a trusty non-sponsor. So you can't go wrong with them. Can't. Title of my Yet. story for this week is called. It's titled "Indiana Man Finds Mysterious Eight Point Two Million Dollars in Bank Account." Is it his bank account? Is it is he is he robbing someone? Is he like bank fraud? Is is this legit or is it actually his? You know. Listen, if you found a way to get eight point two million, I need to talk to this guy. I need to get in touch somehow. But so this is what happened. This is a guy. Uh, his name is Charles Calvin of New Chicago. Story says that he visited an ATM uh, at his local Family Express on Friday to take out two hundred dollars because he wanted. You know, he needed some money for groceries, but he wanted to see his balance, you know, with the stimulus check that everyone's getting. He wanted to see what his balance is. So he clicked on the ATM to check and he saw that the balance was $8.2 million. I, w- I would pass out 100%. <laughs> yeah. So let me keep reading. So it says, um, the volunteer firefighter said he called his bank Monday morning and was told his account balance had returned to normal, but his $1,700 stimulus payment had arrived. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. And what, and this is, this, this is uh, what he said after getting the news. He said, it kind of sucks. You go from being a millionaire one second, then back to being broke again. But Hey, once you're poor, you don't have anywhere else to go, but up. <laughs> I like his character. Okay, so yeah, yeah, very, very. I would be my, okay. Here's my quote. Ready? Let's hear it. Um, ask, ask me, like you're interviewing oh, okay. me right now. I, I, yeah. Later, I see that yes. you just won eight point two million. How do you feel right now? 
Wow, what a good accent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it just transported me somewhere else. Um well thank you. Um I I'm well, I'm very depressed. Um I had it all and I lost it. And <laughs> I'll never get that back. And I'm probably gonna regret that moment for the rest of my life because I could have not told somebody and I would have had eight point two million dollars, but it's okay. I guess I did the right thing. I see. Goodbye. <laughs> Why? I, I would be very sad. And now back to your studio with Amy. <laughs> wow, oh, and we're back. I mean, well, I kind of agree. Thanks I would, reporting. I would feel pretty, pretty upset, you know. Uh, but also, I mean, come on, like, you know, you don't have that much cash in your account, so you, you're bound to know that it's a mistake. So maybe, maybe it was this dude's fault for getting his hopes up. I don't know, hmm. but he was happy about it. I, I applaud him for that. I, I hope to be that, uh, you know, upbeat and positive about it. If that were to ever happen to me, instead of the, the, being impressed, I, I, th- I think I've <laughs> I think I've cracked it. Oh, oh, oh I really? Think I know what happened. Okay, let's let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. Do you know Jeff Bezos? Uh, hmm. I think he. Yeah, the, he's the owner of that company with a smile on it. Yeah, Goldfish. Or so, I don't know. Amazon. <laughs> I think it's Amazon. Not sure. Goldfish, no, no, Amazon. No one of those two. What's the, what's the difference? They're both in the sea. Anyways, um, so I bet he was on his phone. Mobile banking is really popular, and he was doing a transfer. And somehow he was, you know, he's very wealthy, and he was probably wanting to do. I'm going to transfer eighty two dollars. <laughs> but he, as he was pressing the zero, his his son said, "Hey, Dad, look at this meme." And he's like, "What?" And his finger is still on the zero. Ooh. And it instead of it was eighty two, it was. 8.2 million and then he was like yep this looks good because he, he i mean he he thought he was correct you know like it's kind of like a step process so you don't see what you did yet confirm and the bank somehow it was so much money that they just misplaced it they put it in the wrong one and i bet you know somewhere if we were to find it there's probably another definitely there's another story that says Jeff Bezos almost lost $8.2 million. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because further down in the same uh, article story, uh, apparently the same thing happened to a woman in Dallas, but it was $37 million. Turn- 37. Yeah, she called the bank. Same thing happened. They told her it was an error. But okay, what if, okay, let's say this happened to you, right? And, and you go to the bank, you see $8.2 million. You're like, oh my gosh, you know? And right there in the moment, you hit withdraw you know, 7 million or whatever. You don't want to be too savage and take all eight. You leave a million behind. I'm just imagining like so much money coming out of the ATM. <laughs> Do you think that would work? You know, if you, if you withdrew it? So it would be like at like um, an arcade when you hit the jackpot on a ticket thing and it just starts coming out like <laughs> yeah. in- insane Nonstop. Amounts. Oh man. Um. Well, I know there's like a limit. I yeah, think it's is. like 10,000 or it's, something. It's 10 grand. Yeah. But I mean, 10 grand's pretty good. Heck yeah. 10 grand you didn't have. I mean, I mean, I, I would withdraw and be like, yep, you definitely had, you definitely gave me by accident 8.190 <laughs> million. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's, it was definitely 8.2. What? That's weird. <laughs> okay, see ya. That'd be crazy, man. What are they going to do? Like, take the money from you? It's in cash. Yeah, true. But then do you have to pay taxes on it? These are the questions that haunt me. if it's your, if it, if. I'm not. I'm not a tax attorney, but my bet is if it's not your money, can you be taxed? <laughs> that sounds so shady. Oh man, 
But anyway, wow. any funny news on your like end? A private like <laughs> fund in like the Cayman Islands. Like if it's not your money, it can't be taxed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So. Well, that was that was that was a great story. It, we, we tend to have a theme with banks and lotteries and jackpots. Seems like and it. Yeah. We stay true to that theme. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> money, money, money. Okay, are you ready for this story? Oh man, you know, last time I said I was ready when I came out of the womb, but this time. I'm ready in the womb. Let's hear it. Wow. You've been ready since birth to hear this story. <laughs> before birth. Yeah. Okay, here we go. UPI. I'm back on the back on the bandwagon. Ooh, you're back. You've returned. And he's yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Well, oh, new hot stories coming off the press. Dun, 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 dun. New Zealand Prime Minister dubs Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy essential workers. Oh. Now, time out, time out. Okay. Doctors have been called essential workers. Nurses have been called essential workers. Healthcare professionals in the labs and everything essential, you know. Yeah, police officers, people, firefighters. Police officers, I mean, people who are working to save lives. Right. Now, I don't know if she knows this, but I don't, I wouldn't count them as essential, but okay, let's, let's, let's keep reading. Let's, <laughs> let's see. She, she says that the mythical figures are, Keyword mythical are considered essential workers in New Zealand, which has been in lockdown for the past two weeks. Yeah. You'll be pleased to know that we do consider the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny to be essential workers. If the Easter Bunny doesn't make it to your house, we have to understand it's a bit difficult at the moment for the bunny to travel. <laughs> okay, but is the bunny going to get coronavirus? Right. Well, I, what about the he is wearing a costume, right? A whole mask, I guess. Exactly. He's prepared. But the Tooth Fairy, too, I mean, I don't. If it's a fairy, I don't think it's like it's different kind of a disease. I don't think that's going to impact it. True, true. But my thing is, does she know that the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy aren't real? Hmm. Well, because she's dubbing them essential workers. Right. Should we message her and just kind of give her the hard news? I think it's time. Let's do it live right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call her up. <laughs> ring, ring. But yeah, no, I mean... Have you, like, what's your experience with the Easter Bunny and the Fairy, like, with your parents? Like, did you believe it at some point? Did you not? Were you skeptical from the beginning? Okay. Well, this is the thing. I, growing up, I was never told anything about the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny or really anything of those popular ones besides Santa Claus. Santa Claus was, was like, that was real for me for Huh, that a few years. <laughs> that, wow, that that's very interesting. So like when so if if you lost a tooth, yeah. Would it just be chucked away? No. So this is what happened when I when I would lose a tooth. At first I would be I would uh, actually for some reason maybe I'm just weird like this man, but I you know when you when you're your little baby tooth and it's kind of like loose and you can like wiggle it yeah. For some reason, that was satisfying. I don't know. Oh, no, it's very satisfying. Yeah, right? I agree 100%. That's very satisfying. And you do it so often that eventually it just falls off. And so I really enjoyed that part. And I would just go up to my parents and be like, look, I, I lost a tooth. And I, and they were like, oh, that's great. You just saved us a thousand bucks at the dentist. And that's about, <laughs> that's about as, you know, I wouldn't get a dime for it. I would just get a great job, son. You did well encouraging yeah i mean i think i think that's some form of it Do, have you ever tried like yanking it because like my parents they're, they're different they said 
because like it was like a big two like it was really hard and it wasn't coming out like it was loose yeah and they're like if you get this out we'll give you 10 bucks oh wow so i i i got a paper towel yeah i think it was like a molar oh th- those are the hardest man oh trust me i know i and i i oh i'm getting a memory <laughs> so i grab a paper towel yeah. and i just fucking twist it like like i'm trying to like turn a key into a house Ooh, oh my gosh it, it, it starts bleeding everywhere and then it pops out and i'm like oh give me ten dollars please <laughs> like yeah you're just bleeding out and it's like pay up but yeah the, i mean have you ever done the thing where you put the string around your tooth or tried to shut it or anything i i never did the well and no i didn't but i did it for my brother i tied it and i was the one oh, closing really? the door <laughs> and uh I, I think for one of them it, it, it worked uh and it was it was fun and apparently it wasn't painful because i guess it was loose enough but i've personally never done it on me because i i guess i was just scared i mean i would be because like what if you tie it too tightly yeah and it's not ready to go or you just pull a whole root (laughs) oh oh. (laughs) too far too graphic sometimes sometimes when i like i'm just like you know like Looking at my teeth, I just touch a tooth and it wiggles slightly. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, is this a baby tooth that didn't come? <laughs> have you? And then I'm like, do I? Have you ever lost? But, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 continue. I, I just, I was wondering, have you ever lost a, uh, you know, a, a, an, a, an adult tooth, I guess? I don't know what the proper term is. Um, My dad has, Um, he was actually golfing and he was swinging. Oh. And on the follow through, he let go of the club. You're holding it with two hands. He let go yeah. of one hand because it was a bad shot or something. And the club swung around and hit him right in the mouth and knocked out a tooth. Ooh, dang. That sounds painful. Yeah. And I mean, I, I've, I've had fear like, when I'm biting into like an apple. I'm like, whoa. I'm, I'm, like, I could have lost a tooth there. But no, fortunately, my chambers are kind of strong. But what about you? <laughs> uh, no, I've never lost one. But, uh, you know, the story you told about your dad reminds me. So when we were younger, my brother and I, we played, we played soccer and I was at one of his training sessions and his coach was getting on him. He was telling him, Kevin, kick the ball harder. You're kicking it so soft. It's not going to go in from there. And Kevin just got so mad. And next turn he had, cause they were taking free kicks and next turn he had, uh, he kicked it as hard as he could. And it didn't go in the goal, but instead it hit his coach right in the mouth. <laughs> and he just, he chipped his tooth. Uh, oh. Yeah. And and it was funny. I don't know. It was just funny at the moment because. Jesus. That is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was. I would have kicked him off the team. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, he did tell him to kick it harder. He didn't tell him to aim better, but he told him to kick it harder. That's, it's on the coach. If that coach, you didn't tell me where to aim. <laughs> I didn't. I, I just aimed at you. I don't know if you're talking about the goal or not, but yeah. I actually, I actually have a story involving soccer. Um, oh, this was third grade. I didn't know you played soccer. Uh, well, I don't. I actually don't like soccer, but it was like a PE thing. Like, ah, like one of the units. Yeah, yeah. soccer, and it was on the field, and it was kind of just. I don't. I can't remember if it was a game or a drill or something. Yeah. But. Um, you know, when people played soccer on our school, but there was a girl, I think it was just a third grader. I was a third grader at the time. She was on like the, like a rec, rec league. Yeah. Or something. So we're playing and everything, you know, and I'm guarding her or whatever. Um, and she kicks it, you know, hard. 
because mm. um, it was near the goal. Hard enough to chip a tooth. Well, let's just yeah, it, it definitely would have chipped a tooth, um, <laughs> but it chipped something else. Oh, oh. Um, so it it went you know it went down south, full speed. Oh gosh! Right in right into the uh, the boys. Right into the um, family jewels. Right into the family jewels, and I proceeded to scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and it was like a split split thing and i was like i can't have kids <laughs> wait you, you, you were I'm, thinking about kids already <laughs> well i mean i was like i was like i know some i know this is involved somehow <laughs> i don't know what role you play yeah <laughs> but i know it's important I, I it may have just exploded uh it, but it was fine it was fine but Ever since then, I mean, that was kind of the last time I've played, like, in like a, a soccer kind of. I mean, I've just been like traumatized. Important cargo almost got damaged. I mean, I it definitely did. I mean, the ball went like, oh, <laughs> you... like I. It was such a disgusting feeling in my stomach too. It was like, oh, okay, like this is true because I mean, I, I played soccer when I was younger for a couple years and. I, it's happened to me and oh my gosh, man, it is the worst feeling in the world. It's, I mean, I, I feel like saying it's painful is, is accurate, but it's more, it's a weird hybrid of pain and like stomach ache and wanting to throw up. And it's, and, and that plus, you know, that feeling you get when you're going down a steep hill on a roller coaster and your stomach kind of just yeah, goes yeah, up yeah, in yeah. your throat. It's like a mixture of that times 10 plus pain. It's weird. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, see something that I've thought about is I know that pregnancy hurts more than an injury to the boys, but I'd want I I would want like uh you know the movie Freaky Friday or something when they flip the roles <laughs> yeah like, the people, I, I would I would like to know what it feels like and I would like to because they you know like it's like you know I remember like middle school even it's like well you know. Like, like, oh, you know, kicking the boys, that hurts. And they're like, well, you know, pregnancy probably hurts more. And then it's like, okay, fine. But yeah. just because it hurts more, I mean, let's give some credit where credit's due. I mean, it is probably one of, like, <laughs> the most painful short-term experiences I've ever had. It is. Well, uh, there's actually, I mean, sadly, we can't switch bodies like Freaky Friday. But there is, um, there's apparently this, uh, the only reason I know this is because it was in Practical Jokers, which is a show. And... They had there's this machine, but it it uh it creates pain that's identical to a mother giving birth, and there's different levels. And apparently, oh, it is no. so painful, really painful. Uh, one last thing, <laughs> I know we're kind of going off tangent. It's kind of crazy, but so uh, this is. I mean, I don't have experience, but my dad actually, when he was younger, he had kidney stones, and he didn't want to have. Uh, you know, you know, surgery or anything. He just wanted to pass it naturally and let it be done, and that's what he did. So he was in a hospital for I don't know how long. I was pretty young when this happened, but he and then he had to drink uh, like gallons of water every single day, and he had to do. They had him do specific exercises that uh, you know, would help move the kidney stone through the kidney kidneys and through the whole um you know system uh, and one of them this is this may be more cringeworthy than my first story oh. <laughs> but one of the exercises was uh, jumping rope apparently and so he was drinking huh. water jumping rope for like weeks on end i don't know how long it was a long time 
But he said that when the time came that he was passing the kidney stone, that that was the worst pain in his entire life. He says that, and apparently, like, women have told him and even other men have told him that it's even more painful than childbirth. I don't know if that's true. Really? I don't ever want to find out. Yeah, I guess you know, pain I is subjective, know. too, because, like, there's those people who don't have pain. It's like, I saw this thing, this woman was like, like, oh, do you want, like, anything for your pregnancy? She's like, no, I'm fine. I don't feel any pain. And they're like, wait a sec. And then they check her out, and she has this, like, genetic thing that blocks all pain. Oh, wow. Man. Isn't that pretty crazy? Yeah. I wonder if that would, I, I feel like it would be a disadvantage, more of a disadvantage oh, yeah, than like, an advantage. Imagine, like, imagine if, like, a stove is hot. You won't know until you see your skin burning off. Yeah. Or if you're getting stung by a bunch of bees and you don't feel it, but you're getting all that venom inside you. You know. That's true, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's enough about Tooth Fairy. Um, I have one <laughs> thing to say about the Easter Bunny. Um, oh, yes, please tell me. You're, you're, uh, maybe I can live through you. Yeah, so, you know, like, my family did tradition. It would be like, we'd sing. there would be like a big gift, like an Easter gift kind of thing. Like, you know, maybe something like 20 bucks or something in the mailbox for me and my brother. Yeah. And there'd be a bunch of eggs scattered around with candy and stuff. And, you know, it was really cool. And, you know... I have, I'm, I try to be like a you know, child at heart. So, you know, I, you know, tried to go along with it as long as I could. And it was always very fun, you know, candy. It's a very nice time. Yeah. But there's one time, Easter Sunday, um, I had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And my bathroom in my house overlooks the backyard. Yeah. And <sighs> it was just about before we go get to the Easter egg hunt. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait. Hope I can see the Easter Bunny. So I look outside. Yeah. And I don't see the Easter Bunny. I see my mom in flip-flops. Oh. <laughs> putting eggs in a bag all over that. And it just ruined it for me. Oh, really? And oh, man. It was it was very sad. So uh, so all this time, you thought the Easter one was a legit thing for several years. And then, boom, you figured out it was your mom. And you're, you're sad. Like, describe to me that, that moment, I guess. It... I don't know. It was almost like a bit of sadness, but also like I felt almost angry at my mom for 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 not telling me, you know. Yeah. And like just being like I don't know. Like what's your like do you think like how far like how how much honesty should we have with kids? You know, like when it comes to like you know, like Santa Claus or the Easter bunny or like other things like white lies, you know, like, like how, how do we go about that? You know, what, like, what, what do you think? At least for like starting with, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, oh man, it's, it's a little tricky of a question. Cause I guess it, it depends on the parent. It depends on your history and all that. But for me, I mean, I, I, I told you that, you know, Santa Claus was the only thing that I believed in for several years until it kind of was the same way in your experience where I was upstairs and I, and I looked over and, and I saw my parents putting down the Christmas presents and all that, uh, and eating the damn cookies that I left out <laughs> the night before. <laughs> my cookies! <laughs> uh, yeah, like, yeah, those are for Santa, you, you little mommy, how dare you? You, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was disappointed. I was like, well, why would you do that? Those aren't for you. And, and then, and then the truth had to come out and it was, I was just like, all this time, you've lied to me. You've told me this when really it was all you along. So, uh, you know, I, I, for me, I guess now that I'm, I, I know the truth. I don't, I don't really think it's worth it. I think it's more 
white lie like in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, the fairy tale. It's just, do you think it's just a way of getting your kids to calm down and just accept something or making them happy? Maybe it's just a way to make them happy in a sense. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it's like, especially when other people are, you know, because like, I think you're only a kid once, you know, so like to have those opportunities and to, you know, be like a free spirit and to look forward to these fun things. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, I know it, none of it's real, but I wish, you know, that it could have been suspended longer. You know what I mean? Like, because like just the excitement, that true excitement was just something that is hard to replicate, you know? That is true. Yeah. Nowadays. But, you know, I think another argument is that, you know, it, it helps the kids have fun. But I think looking back on it, I don't know if I could say this, but it almost makes me want to say, like, I wish, like, I wish I had known earlier that they were lying to me because I saw the benefit of it. You know, it was like, it wasn't necessarily a bad lie. It was like, you actually taught me, like, I actually got a benefit from you lying. Or like, when, like, I had a favorite stuffed animal or something. And I think something happened to it in the washer. Mm-hmm. but my mom came up with a story that it like it went home or something like it was like a bear or something and it went back to the forest or something i was like oh okay <laughs> yeah and like obviously now i would maybe question that and be like <laughs> wait a sec but yeah do you think that like by like because like you know it allows you like do you think i think retroactively it might actually be beneficial it's like for kids to kind of learn like hey you know maybe i should be lying but i feel like it's not really taught to kids you know like parents lie to kids but we don't teach them to lie like do you think we should you know maybe encourage a bit because like i think lying though it's bad on like overall it definitely has its advantages what what do you think (laughs) i mean this is do you i wonder if there's different levels to lying, you know, it's, and I assume there is because, you know, lying over telling a kid, you know, Santa Claus is real versus telling a kid your dad left for work when really a divorce is happening. I think those are way different scenarios, way different degrees of lying. And I don't know, man, I'm just, I'm a person who's always likes to, to be as, as just transparent as possible and and kind of set the bs aside so oh man do i should i should i teach kids how to lie that's such a tough question but if i had to answer i'd I'd probably go with no if i'm being just blunt about it no yeah i i guess it's it's, it'd be tough for the parents to actually figure out if the kid is lying because they'll get so good at it yeah that's true like later on when they're teenagers they'll be like uh yeah mom i'm just doing my science project over at Timmy's house when really no you're smoking crack <laughs> yeah we're uh I know what you're up to falling into the steps of Walter White and making meth <laughs> but okay so maybe lying wasn't the best thing the best best thing I guess I was just thinking because you know like it's a skill that we learn as adults and it's it definitely has its usefulness but we're not taught it as a kid so let me but yeah I guess I mean you can't really have that dynamic really but let me okay let me rephrase it what would okay what would you teach your kids or do differently with your kids that your parents like what would you do differently from what your parents did or like what would what would you teach them you know like with having kids what would you prioritize or maybe do differently yeah in terms of like okay okay i think i get i get what you're saying not necessarily like judging them or like yeah critiquing them just be like you know i wish i learned this yeah i I mean 
one one thing that uh, I guess I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't really do it differently because I think my parents did this great, but you know, uh, like for example, the the tooth fairy is a way of kind of rewarding a kid with money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, my, my parents didn't do that, but what they did do is uh, kind of make make a not 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 a bet, but like a deal with me, and you know, they were like, okay, if you if you get your homework done by this time, or if you get this certain amount of grade, or if you you get you know these chores done or something, you know, uh, we'll, we'll we'll do this. We'll, we, you know, you you've earned ten bucks or something. I don't I don't specifically remember, but I would do something like that just to show them the value of hard work is, I guess, the main thing because I I, I I'm pretty thankful to my parents for showing me how the value of hard work because um. I mean, oh man, all the jobs I've had, even just as a kid, th- this could be for a whole other episode, but definitely they taught me the value and hard work. And, you know, I would enforce that if I had kids or something in a fun, creative way where it'd be, you know, you, you do this, we'll reward you with that. Um, you know, I'm kind of just rambling now, <laughs> but but that's so, what I so, would do, I guess. So tr- so try to, if I'm just make sure I understand, try to make... And still hard work ethic, but do it in a fun kind of creative way. So it's not just like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I definitely like that. And I mean, maybe I'll try this whole fairy tale or not fairy tale, the tooth fairy thing and the Easter bunny with my kids someday. I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'll come out. I'll come. I'll contact you and be like, hey, like, and how, how how does this work? I don't know how this works. Yeah, we'll we'll make a, a podcast discussion. <laughs> yeah, with the steps. <laughs> But I mean, what, what do you think? What's something that, you know, I'll ask you the question. What's something that y- you would do differently from your parents to your kids, I guess? Yeah, I mean, I think I think my parents did a really good job, um, first of all. But I think, I think one, th- like, if I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll choose three things, keep them short and sweet. Um, first thing I think would just be more like, I guess, like emotional health, I guess. Mm. Like how to communicate if I'm stressed or dealing with things. That's a great one. Just because like, I really want them to feel comfortable communicating because personally, I always felt like I didn't want to make a mistake or irritate them or do something wrong. So like it kind of prevented me from taking risk and doing things. So, and I think, and that ties into the second thing, what I think would be independence. Like I would really want my kids to do whatever they wanted, you know, like, because my parents were supportive, but I think I was always kind of trying to do make them happy i guess mm-hmm. and ironically my brother who's you know the second child has a lot more freedom you know because he kind of broke the mold of that yeah um but yeah i definitely want to do that and i think i can kind of I, choose- I can totally relate to what you just said because i <laughs> it's not it wasn't more about just pleasing my parents but it, it was more of doing what i thought that i should do you exactly. know yeah it's like the first the first uh, child you want to you know do the best you can because you're like a role model to your sibling as well. Yeah, but then I have my brother who, you know, who's, I mean, he just does basically whatever he wants and he... That's, yeah, that's what my brother does and, too. And, and I don't know if it's just because he, he doesn't care what everyone else thinks or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, it's it's not something I envy. It's something that I, I strive to kind of learn from. Just do something that you're passionate about, that you like, and see where that takes you regardless of even just your parents, but I can really relate to what you just said about, you know, trying to do what you think your parents would want you to do to, to make them proud and 
your brother's completely different. <laughs> yeah, because like ultimately, like it has to come from you. Like you have to do what you want to do. I mean, obviously, with one reason, because a kid would normally just want to eat ice cream and do nothing. But you know what I'm saying? Like I just want to like encourage them to do things because like I want to do things that you know they said no to, and you know that shaped me differently. And you know I'm overall happy. But I, you know, it's kind of just like I want to give them that option. But um, yeah, the third thing, final thing. This is not necessarily fundamental, but I think I'd want to teach them like financial things. Ooh, that's a great one. Like, I'm not trying to be like a, get them like a mini stockbroker, like <laughs> become like to a trading for me. Yeah, but like just like financial independence and how to think, you know, how to think like, you know, have like the a good like entrepreneurial mindset. Try to push their creativity. Try to get them to think in different ways, to like financially and stuff. I think that's really important. I think, yeah, you know, I think that would have really been helpful for me. Agreed. Looking back on it, I think one thing that I, I guess I would teach my kids to just to add on to that is, you know, critical thinking. I guess, but it was more of kind of questioning, questioning things in terms of, you know, sometimes. Like teachers teach you something and then you just absorb it like a sponge, but you don't really ask, you don't go further and ask the question is like, okay, so why does that happen? Why come this? Why, you know, why, 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 or something? I I didn't really do that as a kid. And I feel like if I had done that, I would have learned more and be, you know, just be more curious. I think it would have helped me grow more intellectually, maybe. Yeah, no, I I, I think just like, having that yeah because like it's it's so interesting because i mean you can you know you are independent you're able to do things but i think what you what your parents teach you and what your parents kind of lay out for you and kind of the groundwork like it's a stereotype that like very strict parents when the kid goes to college he goes crazy yeah because just like i know I've, i've all control i don't know what to do or you know like and it's just like these different complexes and it's I don't know. We should we'll, we'll write a book. How to how to parent from two dad non dads two, two non dads. Number one bestseller. Number one bestseller. Yeah. <laughs> two. Yeah. My two non dads. <laughs> it's us. <laughs> oh man. Well, okay. Last question I have, and this one might be okay. a little crazy, but you know, kind of on the topic of lying, I guess, or not not sharing the whole truth. What if <laughs> you had like um a terminal disease or or, or, okay. or something of some sort uh or maybe you're going you know you're with your family and you're going bankrupt or something i don't know like a bad situation of some sort and and only you get the news would you share it with you know your significant other with your family or something because it eventually will affect them in some way or would you just keep it to yourself and try to solve it on your own it depends if it's like I'm like the main financial person for a lot, like a family. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would. I wouldn't tell like if I tell my significant other, I would make that work. Yeah, I mean you got kind of have to. But if it's now, I don't know. I'd probably just try to work through it because I don't want to make them stressed. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I think. It could, I think going back to what we talked about earlier, it's just like I want to do best for them, and I don't think that's in their best interest. Yeah, yeah I, the reason I asked that is because. I forget. I think I was watching a movie or something with my parents, with my family, and uh, one of the one of the characters was ill, and he decided not to tell his kids. 
And I looked over to my to my parents and I was like, if that ever happens to you, you better tell me straight up. I don't want to find out, you know, on your deathbed that you've, you've known for for the last three years or something. I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm going back to the, the, the transparency and just being up front. And, and, I, and if I were in that situation, I would, if it was like disease part, I guess I, w- I would tell them because I, I don't know. I, if I were in the, in, in the other side, I would want to know. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's so interesting how our perspectives and kind of like our childhoods and parent like parenting stuff trend like you could just see through this whole conversation how it then with this with this seeming like this crazy question it all makes sense you know like yeah. you want to be authentic you want you know and i'm more like you know trying to not necessarily lie but you know <laughs> try to make i don't make sure i don't hurt people's feelings and it's interesting how that i mean both arguments are valid i mean to the, each have their own points you know yeah it's interesting to see our our, our, our views yeah, no, hundred percent. And um, speaking of you know terminal illness, and this this kind of takes us into the recommendation section. Unless you wanted to say anything else about that. No, let me hear this wreck. Okay, so I haven't seen this movie, but I really want to. Okay. Um, it's called The Farewell. Oh. It came out recently. Um, it's um, so the general concept is that this girl she's chinese american mm-hmm. and her family like the majority of them live in, in the u.s but she has an extended family back home in china and her grandmother has cancer and apparently according to chinese you know traditions is that you don't tell the you don't tell someone if they have cancer because they want them to live their life to the fullest and not to be stressed oh. and by telling them that they'll die of cancer it's going to, you know, ruin their last moments of life. And she has to go to China with the family to see them, see her grandma one, one last time. And from what I've seen, I haven't actually seen it. So this is a recommendation for myself as well as everyone else. But it's, yeah. it's you know, her kind of coming to grips with, do I tell her the truth? Because, I mean, because from her perspective, I mean, it goes against everything that we know, at least in the United States. Yeah. Or do you, you know, do what, what's, what the family's wanting and, you know, make her happy and she's not stressed. And it seems like, a, I, I, you know, some movies you can tell if you're going to cry. I can tell. I will cry when I watch that. But just kind of tying that into what you were talking about. That's my recommendation Man, so that's like for a, everyone this week. Like a really powerful movie. I, I, I like those. So I'm going to check it out. Farewell, right? Yeah, The Farewell. The Farewell. Is it on any streaming platform? Um, I think it's on Hulu, I believe. Oh, I have Hulu. So it's available. So nice. Any, any, any recs from you? Good, sir. Yes. So this one's a little bit of an oddball. Uh, I'm going to recommend a drink, a soda specifically. Okay. Lemon Coke. That is my recommendation. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to let you taste it. And that's it. It's good. That's all I'm going to say. I have so many questions, but I'm not, I'm not even going to ask them because you said, you're not gonna say anything, so <laughs> I'm just I'm just pitching lemon and Coke somehow. But that, that people like Coke, people like lemons. Listen, it's a no, 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 it's a legit flavor of Coca-Cola. They make it really. Yeah. Oh wow. So listen, check it out. I I had my uh, doubts about it at first. Jennifer got me hooked onto it. I'm never going back to normal Coke. Well, there you heard it. You heard it here first, uh, everyone. <laughs> and um, yeah, go try it. Let us know everything and. Um, 
you know, not just only check out, you know, our recommendations, but, you know, check out the podcast. Yeah. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Yeah. Who knows where we'll be next? Big plans are in the, in, in the works. We can't spoil them just yet, but. <laughs> they will see as they stay tuned. Oh, man. But with that being said, this is a great one. And we will catch you next week. I've been Kristen. And I've been your boy Layton. And we will see you next week. See you guys. See ya.